We all go through challenges. The successes and the stresses. Peace, bro. I need my peace. Because the man, the man's a genius. That's cruising, man. That's living yeah, life right there. That's, for real, though. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's all it is. That's what I'm talking about. And, you, and that's your positivity right there. That's, that's funny. That's funny. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are young professionals growing together, otherwise known as YPGT, and you are now tuned into the YPGT podcast, creating a platform for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. We are your hosts, Corey, Mr. Jones, real estate. Hey, hey, hey. And Kai's king himself. Um, and today we had a bit of uh, technological difficulties, but we got through it. We powered through it, you know. Um, you know, it comes. It comes with it. It comes with learning this um, platform because, again, we're we're new to this. We're not we're not trained seasoned professionals. Um, yeah. We're professionals, but not professional in that sense. So, I mean, it comes with it comes with the learning curve. We're gonna have ups. We're gonna have downs. Well, you know, I'm not even. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna. Uh, no, I'm not even gonna give us a cop out because this was purely a password issue. So that's, that's that's hey, that's part of the downs though. That comes with the downs. So I mean, it happens. Hey, it happens. Sometimes you do get old, you start forgetting stuff. Yeah, I do it all the time. So I mean, it's just one of those things. We have so much going on in our personal life and our business life. We have so much and so many different things we try to remember all at once. And then when it comes down to like small things, we forget. We definitely forget. We have a tendency of forgetting. Like I just, yeah. I told you like a few minutes ago. Like I have a problem remembering names. Yeah. Like out of nowhere, like I was, I was so good at remembering names. Like it was crazy how I remember. I'm like, yeah, do you remember my name? Like how? I'm like, I don't even know how I remember your name. But now, lately, right. you can't remember as nothing. Of late, Mm-hmm. I can't remember nobody's name. It ain't just oh. you, man. It's coming. It's coming uh, with the times. You hit a certain age for some reason. It's not even an old age. It's you just pass a certain age, and it's just like you can't remember anybody's name for no reason. Like same as you, I used yeah. to remember everybody's name, but not no more. As you know, you know, as we're talking about the past, we're talking about how things used to be. You know, we're getting to a bit of a, a nostalgic mood here today, uh, which which is a, a very good thing because you know last episode we were talking about. Uh, Green Ranger, Power Rangers, and all these other things. And it's like, hmm, it would be dope to like find a little a little slice of that in this world, you know. And we nostalgia, actually, yeah, nostalgia. <laughs> nostalgia. We we managed to do so. Yeah. We found a little a little shop, you know, a little shop with with nothing but nostalgia. And and uh, that's gonna be a very very special guest for y'all coming today. And it's gonna be it's gonna be quite the conversation. Yeah, so man, Glenn, when you told me about this this idea you had about this particular place that we're gonna talk about shortly, um, it was it was like a it was like a dream come like back to reality. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a whole we real we relived our whole childhood like in yeah. one in like one instance, like all flashbacks came back to us part of like the memory conversation that we have. So I mean this is like this is a dope conversation we're gonna have. I'm excited about it, man. I'm ready for it. Yeah, man. It's gonna be great. I mean, the store was even better, but I'm not gonna spoil anything. You know? <laughs> I'm not no, gonna don't, we're not gonna get we're not gonna get all the juicy details about about exactly what we got going on. But we just know we you guys we have a special treat for you. Um, we will have more of these. If you guys like this particular episode, like comment, like let us know. We'll go out and search and find others just like it um, yeah. for you guys. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's gonna be a dope conversation, I believe. And speaking of nostalgia, obviously, um, what was it? I, I I actually started watching uh, uh, Power Rangers on Netflix just just because you know I just want you know, maybe just to recap, see see what I what I what I missed out on. You know, things that you watch when you're older, you, you have a second a second opinion on, or you have a realization on, and when you you know than when you were a kid. So it's it. I had to go back and watch. Now I'm starting to watch them again. Mm, taking it back. Are you taking it back? You trying to go back to the essence? Uh, man, trying to relive that childhood again. Yeah, man. 
it, it helps. It helps I, with, I it understand. Helps yeah, it helps with the creativity. No, it does. No, no. It's funny. It's funny you say that because I was watching. Oh man, what was it? Johnny Bravo mm. with my kids like the other day. It's like they were like, like what? Like what is this? They're looking at. They're looking at me like I was crazy, bro. <laughs> it's like yeah, they're looking at me like so so sideways, bro. It's like yeah, this what we used to watch back in the days. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. And so it was like it was the funniest thing, bro. It was the funniest thing, bro. I mean, bro, he's he's that guy. He's that guy. <laughs> he is that guy. What was it? Oh, I mean, I saw someone post talking about uh, Pepe Le Pew, how he just got canceled, but like Johnny Bravo was like on par with. Oh, that. Johnny Bravo was the worst. Johnny Bravo was the worst type. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, he was the worst. It's like, like you want to cancel? But it's funny because I, I I seen I seen something. They were like, you want to? You don't don't. Oh, what was that? We'll come back to this conversation. <laughs> we will. Our guest, <laughs> our guest has arrived, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we are Young Professionals Growing Together, otherwise known as YPGT, and you are now tuned into the YPGT podcast, creating a platform for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Uh, we are your hosts, uh, Corey, Mr. Jones, Real Estate, and Kaz, hey, hey. King of Self. King of Self, yes. And uh, we're joined here, of course, by uh, by Dominic. Uh, is a I'll, I'll let you, Dominic. How 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 uh, how would you introduce yourself? How you tell tell us how you're doing today? How you guys doing? My name is Dominic Massey. I'm actually the owner of Broward County's only true toy store, Bits mm-hmm. and Buttons Toys and Collectibles. Yes, yes. Love yes. it. Love the energy, man. I love fantastic, that. Fantastic, man. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And for those who, for those who don't know, that's a fantastic place to go to. You, like me and Corey were talking about earlier, it's your childhood just wrapped up in the one. Yes, absolutely. I mean, that's what it's all about, nostalgia, man. Yes. Nostalgia right. is what it's all about, keeping that happiness going, whether you're a young adult or, or, or you know, a grandparent. It doesn't make a difference. Right. It's something for everybody. It's true. And, and there's it's chock full of stuff. Um, so, you know, uh, could you tell, tell, tell us a little about, the, about yourself? Tell the people a little bit about yourself and, you know, how you, you came to be in, in this place. Um, to be honest with you, I mean, I started this uh, roughly when I was a teenager. I was in high school. Uh, it was when eBay really first started out. I was selling a lot of uh, collectibles, antiques, video games at the time. It was more along the lines, just, you know, as like anybody else, a, a hustle to try to make some extra money. Right. Um, as the years progressed, uh, I got married. I have two kids. You know, at the time, I kind of scaled back a lot as to what I was doing, just because financially it, it didn't make a lot of sense at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, as the years have progressed throughout my career, my full-time job at the time, um, I actually, my wife pushed me to, you know, do something for myself. And I've always done the eBay thing. I continue to do it throughout the years. Um, it just got to a point where the eBay thing turned into my own dedicated website, turned into Facebook live shows. And it, like everybody else that collects, we were in a room. You know, we had no more space at the house. The house was turning into a, just a, a cluster. You know, our storage unit was full. And it gets to a point where we weren't making any money um, on certain things. And when it's not, we weren't making money, but we weren't able to sell. We weren't able to provide uh, our customers with everything that we had to offer because we didn't have a platform. We didn't have somewhere where we can showcase everything. And that's where we decided to open up the shop because a lot of people frowned upon it um, in a sense where it's just like, you know, retail's dead, everybody shops online. And it's true to some degree. It's, it's what you bring to the table in, in our industry with toys and collectibles, people want to see it. People mm-hmm. want to be able to hold it or, or you know, it's impulse as well because when people see certain things, they they gravitate towards it or it's something that they totally forgot about and until they see it, they, they, they don't realize that they need that in their life. <laughs> and that's where we opened up the shop and it was just, like I said, we were able to really display everything that we had 
um, and having the support for my wife was just phenomenal. Yeah, that's great, man. Oh, man, that, that is that is amazing to hear, Kyle. I was telling Glenn, when we walked in there for the first time, I was taken back, like, big time. I was like, man, all this, all the toys of my childhood is right here in this one particular <laughs> shop. It was like, an, it was like a feeling like it's hard to explain that you're actually physically there. So, Dom, Dominic, so tell us outside of, um, what, what do you think was probably one of your biggest challenges that you faced since opening the shop? Um, there's a lot, anytime you're opening up a business, um, whether it's a toy store, whether it's a restaurant, there, there's always that negative impact that you're going to face. And that negative impact is, can I be successful? Right. Um, right. Is this going to work? And, and, and deep down, you know, you have to know your wealth. You have to know what you're capable of. Um, and, and just because, you know, you're, you're a guy that's dreaming to be a baseball player doesn't mean that you're capable of being a baseball player mm. or a basketball player. You have to know your capabilities and know where you're talented at. Um, and for me, the most challenging thing was being able to just tighten up the belt buckle and say, okay, I need to do this, you know, and, and trying to really push myself to, to, to open up the shop probably was the hardest thing. Um, because deep down, I've always been a salesman. I've always been somebody that's, um, able to sell something, you know, I can, like I tell people, you can either sell lemonade to a camel or you can't, it's just one <laughs> of those things. Um, I come from over 20 plus years in major retail, um, management. So for me, the retail side of it is a no brainer, Right. Correct. but it, it, the hardest thing in any business is really pushing yourself, man, pushing yourself to take, take things to the next level and not being scared of failing because deep down it, when it all boils down to it, the only way you're going to be successful in life or just successful in anything is to fail. You got to strike out before you hit a home run. That, that's what it all Correct. comes down. That is so true. Yeah, facts, yeah. So true. That's Damn. That's, that's, that's good, man. Like, well, in regards to like the challenges and, you know, and, 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 um, you know, having to drive yourself to push forward through that, uh, how did, how about like, like now, you know, given our current state of things and, you know, with the, with the world right now, does that, has that impacted you in, in a negative way or has it actually brought more, more to you in terms of business? You know what I mean? Oh man. It's funny you ask that because when we first opened, we decided to open up the shop back in, uh, 2019, people thought we were crazy. People were like, you're, you're again, like I mentioned before, you're out of your mind. Why are you going to open up a retail store? Right. Nobody shops, you know, in stores anymore. Brick and mortar's dead. So that was already a challenge enough. So fast forward, what is it now? Six months later and, and the whole COVID thing strikes. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it just got to a point where just like anything else in life, you hear people say you can't reinvent the wheel. You know, you got to kind of think outside the box a little bit. And, you know, I did a lot of eBay for years. Um, I did a lot of Facebook lives throughout the years. I stopped doing them. Um, and it got to a point where I, again, I have to think outside the box. So I have to make this work because if my brick and mortar is going to be closed, even if it's a new business, mm -hmm. I, I got to find a way to, to bring in that, that, that money. I got to pay the rent. Right. Um, so we actually started doing, we were one of the first to really start doing the shows from our brick and mortar. Now there's a lot of people on the internet, a lot of collectors, a lot of different people from different industries that do live shows. And we were kind of one of the first to really transition from a brick and mortar shop and turning it into uh, Facebook live streams where we're doing what we call the cyber shopping, where we would go live on Facebook uh, and do like a three, four hour show where we're just taking people around the shop, uh, selling things right out of our brick and mortar. Wow. And we carried that on from April all the way up until we were allowed to reopen again. I think it was maybe August-ish, I want to say. Mm -hmm. Um, and it worked out phenomenal. I mean, we, we, 
very supportive of the toy community and between the Facebook lives and in our eBay, we were able to uh, sustain our business and just continue to have it grow. So once we were able to open up our brick and mortar, it opened up uh, the doors to so many different avenues with customers from around the world and just the entire state. I mean, it was great where, again, if you're able to survive through COVID, um, you, I, could, I, you could survive through anything. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That, is, that is so true. We like, we like to, we like to, that's why we like to have special guests on this show because we try to preach the same thing. Like, for example, like you said, the only way to go forward with business and life is to fail. People would be so afraid to fail. They're so afraid to step outside of the box and so afraid to, to have people look at them like, oh, no, that's not a good idea. So they, they think, okay, I'm not going to do it. But I yeah. love, I love the energy and the mentality you have. Like, no, this is going to work. I have to make it work. It's on me. If it, if it fails, if it succeeds, it'll be on my back. I love that mentality. So, so Dominic, let me ask you a question because me, me and Glenn, we're we're on the older side of the spectrum, right? We're on the upper thirties, okay? It's not old, it's not old, but it's not young either. We're like in the middle. <laughs> we grew up on like toys, like toys like Toys R Us, KB Toy Stores, um, yeah. different different toy stores back in the day. That's obviously that's no longer around now. What what did you take from their their failures because they're not around anymore so technically it's a failure what did you take from their failures and their successes that they were having at the time and did you implement any of those into your business now oh absolutely um one of the things about me is i grew up in a single family home my father i grew up with a single father um mm -hmm. and one of the things that he always told us growing up was be like daddy you know um be like daddy in a sense where don't make the same mistakes I make. So throughout my entire life, I've always looked at the negative impact that occurs, whether it's in a, in a structural environment, uh, a business or personal. And it's not that you don't want to make those same mistakes, but you want to try to see where they're, they're lacking and try to grow from it. And one of the things that I, I, I stick to every single day when I talk to people, have this, when I have this conversation with people actually, is Toys R Us and KB, you know, they had a business model and that business model was catering to the, the young kids, catering to kids in their, you know, three, four, five, all the way up to probably like 10, 11 years old. You know, and that's great, you know, because when we think about toys, we think about children. Right. But the one demographic that they, they forgot about is little Mary's dad that spends $85 on an action figure. You know, yeah, they may come to Toys R Us and buy, you know, buy her a Barbie for $6. But what about that action figure that they that they reminisce about or, or mm -hmm. that figure that's a statue? You mm -hmm. know, when you walk into a Toys R Us um, not too long ago, there was no hot toys or sideshow statues. You know, you, you had a NECA section, which was kind of embarrassing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's actually the same size as Target and Walmart has now. It's not that big. It's it's a four foot section. You know, so when you're catering to only one demographic, it kind of hinders your business growth, yeah. you know, and, and that's where I think they fail to recognize their opportunity or, or fail to recognize their um, the, the potential in their growth. I mean, Best Buy tried doing something similar, I think, years ago when they started doing the buying and trading of games. Mm -hmm. Same thing with GameStop, where they were doing the vintage stuff. Right. Um, in reality, you know, modern stuff, new new marketed items, there's no margins in it. And that's what people don't understand. Yeah, you're getting something for, for $8 and there's an MSRP of say 12 or 13. You're only making anywhere between 15 to 25% margins on that stuff where it's not great. 
Um, so you have to make up for that. And one of the biggest complaints people had about Toys R Us was they're too expensive. Yeah, correct. That's true. That is true. That is really so true. Yeah. It's just crazy. So you have to you have to change with the times. You have to bring in things that are going to maximize your profits. And that's where I think they they dropped the ball, man. They they really just catered to the one demographic of just the one age group. They they didn't look towards adults um, and older older just older adults. They yeah. didn't cater to vintage. You know, there's ways of doing it. You can have flagship stores that buy in uh, vintage from customers. They really didn't open up their minds to the whole industry, and I think that's where they failed. And once again, Toys R Us just opened up two more stores a couple of years ago, and they just closed them again. Mm. Wow! And if you, if you look at the stores they opened in Houston, and I think it was New York or Chicago, once again, same demographic. They catered it to learning and young children. And and okay, it's great, great for your children to have a place to go. But I mean, that you're not making profit off of that. You're not making profit sure. off of selling Legos at. at Forty-five dollars. It just doesn't make any sense. Right. <laughs> so, so that actually uh, it lends into the ne- the question I was thinking about. Like you kind of already touched on it. Like, um, so your prime, your, you would say that your prime um, uh, consumer would be what teenager to like nostalgic adult adult type age. Like, or would it? Where would you find that that your 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 demographic lies? I would like to say I'm more of that 18 to probably 42. I mean, when we look at all our insights and our algorithms as to everything that surrounds our social media, we get a lot of pull from the 18 to 42, uh, where majority of it comes from the late 20s to mid 30s. Um, But deep down, and for me personally, I want to try to cater to everybody. Um, Yeah, I mean, sometimes one thing that when we first opened up, we didn't have a lot of girl stuff. and, And it's... I don't want people to feel like you know we're being chauvinistic and we don't want it, we don't want to have anything for girls. No, I want to have something for everybody. Right. You know, I want I want a little you know My Little Pony for the the five year old girl that walks in the door, and then I want a, a My Little Pony from 1985 for her mom that she that she had. Right. You know, we want to try to to capitalize on everybody. Um, and, and in the space that we have, it's not a big space. I mean, it's decent size, but over time and just just pushing ourselves to the limit. We want to be able to cater to everybody. Um, Because at the end of the day, I can't just sell what I want to sell. True. Yeah, it's great. But, you know, especially in a market where there's so much untapped potential, you know, yeah, you have stores that carry Pokemon and and action figures, you know, but there's places that don't carry everything. And to have a place to take your kid to goes a long way because not every child they hear, oh, come on, we're going to go to Walmart. They, as a kid, you don't jump for joy and say, yay, we're going to Walmart. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> us so growing true. up in the Toys R Us era, you heard Toys oh, R Us, yeah. you were excited. Yeah. Yeah, oh, exactly. yeah, jumping for joy, <laughs> jumping for joy. Like, you couldn't wait, man. And, that was and, a spot, and that's yeah. my thing. And I told people, when, I, when Toys R Us was open, I literally, I kid you not, I took my son, my oldest son, we used to go to Toys R Us every single Saturday. We would go to Toys R Us. Before we go, well, after we go to Toys R Us, we would actually stop by, if you're familiar with the area, the Broward Mall was across the street. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and yes. we literally went to uh, Toys R Us. We, we searched the store, look for, we, he actually collected at the time the Disney Pixar cars. Mm-hmm. So we would go there, he'd go, Dad, let's go look for cars we don't have. That was his famous slogan. And I kid you not, every weekend, if we went in there and didn't buy anything, we're happy with that, you know? But right. just the fact that he had somewhere to go, somewhere to just find joy, it, it was great. And, and I used to tell people, just if, you know, if you go to Toys R Us, not to spend anything or just buy a pack of gum, 
kids need somewhere to go. Kids need something to do and feel excited about because not everybody can go to Disneyland. Not everybody can go to theme parks and, you know, not every kid wants to go to the beach, but to have a store dedicated to themselves, it goes a long way. And I have a lot of parents that have kids, young kids that come in here every week. They pick them up after school on Friday, like the single parents, you know, where they're, you know, they get their kids for the weekend and they come in here every Friday after school and they spend 10 bucks. And it's, it's, Again, for the young kids, it's more of a bonding thing with their parents and what yeah. they used to do with their parents or what they want to be able to do with them. To say, oh, when I was younger, my daddy should take me to this really awesome toy store. And that's what it's about, man. You want to be able to cater to everybody. Yeah, and I imagine that goes both ways. It's more so the, the parent being able to connect to their kid, you know, especially with the disconnect of technology these days. You know, to get something tangible in your hands is completely different and what we're used to, but it's completely different than what, what things are now. You know, it's 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 a lot more in your face, you know? Absolutely. And it's yeah. great when we see parents come in here and, and it's funny because you, you see a kid come into a toy store and they get excited. Yeah. But when a lot of times when we have families come in here for their first time, you tend, especially with the products that we carry, because we carry the vintage stuff. Sometimes we just get a little bit more excitement out of the parents <laughs> than we do out of out of the kids. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> but what's great about it is when you hear the parents explaining to their kid that, you know, when, when I was younger, grandma bought me this for Christmas and I sat there and played this thing for hours and they're just breaking it down to their kids as to, you know, which one was rare, which one they had and who this one they pretended to have. And it's just, it's, th those are moments that you can't, get back as a parent you know mm -hmm. to Correct. sit back and to talk to your kids about these things and to because you don't think about it you don't sit at home at, on dinner on Sundays and have a conversation with your kids about the things that you had because you don't those are not things that are sitting in, in your brain at the time right it's spontaneous so when you walk in here it's like wow it takes you back yeah so to, to see those things and to have that conversation with your your child or your grandchild for that matter it, it's it goes a long way for us and it's 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 kind of like it brings joy to us as well because that's what it's about man you yeah. think of toys it's not negative you know you no, think never. Of toys, the only negativity you get from toys is when you're a kid and it's like my mom never got me that like <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> how dare you <laughs> that is so funny because it brings back so many memories that this yeah. conversation is bringing back so many memories oh man this is a great conversation i love it so Dominic, let me ask you a question because it was one of the questions i asked glenn inside the store when we were there what is the two-part question number one what was the one toy that you grew up on that was like your all-time favorite also number the second question to that what was one of the toys or items that you wanted to get in your store you just had to have it like what was the one what was one toy that you just had to have in your store? Oh man, for me, I grew up. I was a Ninja Turtle guy. I oh, mean, I was yes. a big wrestling friend, a wrestling fan uh, when I was a kid. A huge. I mean, again, I grew up in the golden age of wrestling. So right. again, for me, it was always wrestling and Ninja Turtles. So I always got the two as a kid. Um, and it's funny because the figures that I didn't have back then, if I had Ninja Turtles, I would pretend like certain Ninja Turtles were certain wrestling characters. And it's just, again, it was imagination back then. Yep. You know, so your parents weren't going to spend thousands of dollars on every single action figure out there. And sometimes they didn't have every single action figure out there. So I kind of had to use my imagination a bit. So I always, oh, and even before I had the store, I was known as a, the turtle guy, you know. Um, <laughs> so turtles has always been my thing. Um, as far as getting certain things into the shop that I wanted, um, and still to this day, one of the things that I really want to captivate um, at the shop is more like the life-size stuff. 
Um, and it's hard because of the space and it's, it's challenging. Um, and we're starting to get things in here that are larger scales. And it's just more along the lines of we have our little Leonardo Ninja Turtle out front, which when we first opened wasn't, you know, was just kind of like one of those things where we just put out there just for now to kind of draw people in. And it's become like a staple to, you know, for our shop where we have this life-size Ninja Turtle sitting out front and he's like, right now he's, he needs a bath because he's just filthy. But it's, you want to have things where people come in and gravitate to and say, come on, let's take a group picture real quick. And standing in front of a seven foot Incredible Hulk or, or, or a life-size group, you know, you want to have those things because it's just, it's the essence of the shop. It, it brings joy to a point where people want to be able to stand back and take a picture. Right. And, and at the end of the day, you have to have goals. You know, having a goal to have these things and not achieving them is, is perfectly fine because it gives you that motivation to keep uh, thriving towards it. And that's something that we continue to push towards is is wanting to bring in. We want to get those things in here because people see those and they want to take pictures with them, man. <laughs> I can see that, yeah. And I, I definitely see this as being a place that sticks around for a long time. Like I don't, I don't see it. I, I honestly, when I think of it, when you said you know, you know, um, grandparents don't have this, uh, you know, it's not in their forefront of their mind to to talk about this with their kids. But the shop is like a, it's like a time capsule for just for the present day and age. And it's not even like antiquity. It's not even like that. It's pure, just nostalgia. And anybody and everybody, child or adult can relate to it as long as it like the explanation of what the importance was of each item in the store comes like into into the conversation. It's it's just an amazing place to be, you know, honestly. Oh, absolutely, man. And that's that's the way we look at it. Cause we're not the first, you know, you go all over the country, there's toy stores everywhere. But it's it's how you portray yourself to the to your customers, right. and, and you know we try to again like you ask like what do we not have in the shop that we would like to bring and there's there's so much more that that the toy industry offers that right now we we don't have the space for mm. or there's vintage out there that we just don't have the inventory to carry full lines of so there's so much more out there that people want to see or forgot that even existed mm. so it's you know to even again our grandparents our great grandparents that grew up in the 40s and 50s and uh tin toys and tinker toys like there's so much stuff man that you know to, to i have a guy a customer he comes in here every thursday i kid you not older gentleman probably in his early 70s mid probably early to mid 70s he comes in every thursday and every thursday he walks the store and just circles it and stands in front of a case and just stares at it he never buys anything yeah. and it's kind of i don't want to say it's funny but it's just it's it's just mesmerizing because yeah. again yeah. growing up in the retail industry you had customers that came in every morning older customers just to that's their you know the thing every day they come in there buy their milk and their eggs and that's it and they go home yeah you know and it's not even a loaf of bread it's like two slices of bread you know <laughs> it's just one of those things they need something to do so like the one day he came in and he just looked at us he's like hey guys um, I'm going to take that Yoda today. It was a, a little Kenner Yoda figure from 1977. So it was just like, it kind of shocked us, like, because he doesn't buy anything. And right. it's not like, it was just like, for him, it's just that one figure, just out of everything that he's seen throughout the weeks, like, he just had to have that, you know? Mm -hmm. So obviously, you know, for somebody in the older generations, when they see things, you know, like the tin toys, the, a lot of those things kids in the 70s and 80s didn't play with. So you don't see a lot of that collected. But when they do come out, I have another customer that buys Tonka trucks. You know, we don't get a lot of them, but when he sees them, he knows exactly what they are. So everybody had something. And, and that's what we want to bring to the community is we want it to captivate everybody. 
and it's tough it's not easy but you know you just got to keep we just got to keep pushing ourselves and, and that's what it's all about yeah man and i and i honestly I, I you guys make it i'm not gonna lie you guys make it look easy because i don't i like i said i don't see that place really struggling i don't i don't in the future i don't even see that happening and um i hope that this podcast uh, gives that even even more of a platform to give you guys even more of a platform to just branch out and reach you know the people who never even knew there were still toy stores in the area you know because for sure i didn't until one day you know and then i just just walked in and i fell in love with it so you know um with that being said um dom this has been fantastic so i would i want you to you you to let people know where's the best place to reach you um your you know plug your facebook the instagram whatever all all of it just so that people know on uh, more about bits and buttons oh absolutely um we're actually on instagram we're on facebook our instagram is actually linked to our facebook account mm -hmm. uh so anytime we post things on instagram it automatically goes over to facebook right um if anybody ever wants to reach out to us uh you can message us through instagram message us through facebook we actually have two Facebook accounts. We have our business page, and then we have a profile set up for the store as well. Um, so we tell everybody, if you guys want to reach us, the best place to reach us is through those two platforms. Um, I don't want to toot our own horn, but we get a lot of messages. So some people kind of get upset sometimes, like you haven't responded to me. So it's like, give us some time. We, you know, we get to all our messages. Um, you can email us also at info at bitsandbuttons.com. Um, usually when people do email us, we usually refer them right back to our Instagram or Facebook. Um, our Facebook and Instagram is actually just bits buttons. Uh, so if you look up the bits buttons on Instagram, we'll pop right up. Uh, same thing on Facebook. And if you're local, you can, guys can stop by the shop anytime Thursday through Sunday from 10 a.m. until six. Uh, we're at 5227 West Broward Boulevard in Plantation. That's, that is fantastic. That, <laughs> I love it. Love it. I'm, I'm Dominic, very happy with you. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Thank you for blessing our podcast, Dominic. Man, come sharing your joy with our our viewers and our people that we know. So we're gonna we're gonna spread this like like wildfire to, to the masses if we can. Dominic. We want to say thank you, man, for coming along. Appreciate you. Appreciate taking your time out your busy day to come join us. Um, again, thank you, big time. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Best thank of luck so, to you as well. Thank you so much, Dom. Appreciate thank you, it. Dominic. Take care. Take care. All right, Glenn, man. So that, that was our interview with Dominic. Man. That was a dope interview, bro. Uh, man, we're going to definitely try to get him back on the show in the near future, bro. How That's do you fair. feel about that? I, man, I'd love it. I, I'd love to hear the progress. See if, if, if you know, uh, him being on, on this platform, if it brought him more business, if people's like, oh, I heard you on a, I would love to hear that. Not even for our sake, but simple fact that he's getting more, more, more business. And, and it's... <sighs> It's just he, what he's doing is 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 honestly it's pretty selfless, even though he's turning a profit. But it's pretty selfless because it's a preservation of, of you know, a part of time that people just feel like don't exist anymore, or they feel like they never have a chance to get back to. So that's how I feel about it. It's great, right. man. It's great. It's great. It takes you. It takes you. It took us. It takes you back, man. Yeah, it's bro. Like you said, bro. Fam, you go in there, bond with your children. Your children bond with the parents. Like you don't have that interaction anymore because yeah. everything is everything is now digital. So nobody's connecting anymore on that on that level. Nope. You don't have that emotional connection anymore with your parents or to your kids or whatever the case may be. Like it's a disconnect, and that's and like that's something that can like mesh, bring you together with your parents. Because again, what what like you said, there's nothing negative about toys. You say exactly. toys, 
There's nothing negative about toys at uh, all. Unless at it's all. unless it's your parents saying they about to take them away. That's the only thing. Exactly. <laughs> that's the only negative you can get. That's the, that's the only negative. I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it ten times over ten times. Right. But we, we want we want to mix it up, Glenn. Man, we didn't get a chance to do it, Don. But we're going to get a chance to do it amongst ourselves. We got a little game, man. You know, it's called this or that. Yeah. And so we'll we'll do it based off our conversation with Dominic. So basically, let's do a this or that with toys or yeah. games. All yeah, right. Yeah. So we'll do a this or that. All right. You ready? Yeah. So the first this or that, Sega Genesis, or what? Sega this Sega Genesis being this, that being Nintendo sixty four. That all day. Sixty four. That. 64 yeah. over Sega Genesis? Yep. No question. Why? 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 Only, Why? only reason, and this is only reason, and this is because obviously it's a little bit of bias. I I never owned a Sega. I played Sega. I played Sonic. Ah. Sonic, Sonic was the main game I played on, on, on Sega when you know, I went over someone's house or whatever, you know, friends and family, and we played. You know, that was the only thing. But when on 64, you know, that's more of the when you're more – that I had that when I was more competent in understanding what games were like, you know, like you know, how the tactics behind, like, oh, what to do. It's just more, it's not like button mashing. It's just like, oh, I know what I'm going to do to you now. Like Super Smash Brothers, come on, man. That, that, of course, that makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. So, hey, Golden is my favorite game. So I was mm-hmm. going to go with that as well. So, mm-hmm. 64 is definitely one of my favorite, like, consoles all time. Because, like, like you said, nostalgic, nostalgia. Yeah, I have like I have a lot of brothers. We played 007 Goldeneye, four four players co-op screen, shooting each other all day long. Like that was our thing. We did it for night in and night out. It was like day after day, day after day. That was our thing. And then yeah. WrestleMania 64, as well, because we, again we we're big on wrestling. Mm. So we used to have family come in from like California. We had family come in from everywhere. We all met my mom's house. We played we played Nintendo 64, like a whole almost the whole summer straight. It was the craziest thing. So by far, I would definitely would chose that over this um, big time. So I have another one for you. Okay. All right. Ah, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. This. Wait, wait. I'm not ready. Wait, wait. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. All right. I'm ready. 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 Ready? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This being Michelangelo Ninja Ooh. Turtles. Ooh. Right. Action figure. Mm-hmm. With the nunchucks. With the nunchucks one though. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, or. That being a street shark action figure, it doesn't matter which one out of the four, anyone mm, doesn't matter. I'm not but gonna street lie. sharks or Michelangelo with the nunchucks. I would action say, figure. I would say, uh, Michelangelo, no question. Mm, or street I, sharks, street sharks, had, is, uh, like it's it one of those. It was, yeah. I had, I had both. I had both. Uh, I forget, I, I can't remember the name of the dude from street sharks, I really can't, but. I can't. That's why I just said street sharks. I, I know. <laughs> I know what you mean, and that—that's proof too, because you know it's obvious. Not obvious. I mean, it is obvious, but it's like you do know when Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out, there was like three different versions, three different spinoffs, and it was what uh, Samurai Pizza Cats you got, which is probably older. I'm not sure. Um, uh, Extreme Dinosaurs and Street Sharks, and it's like once you you knew that, it's like yeah, I, I see this, but you and I really won't. I, I want, I want a teenage mutant, and you know it's funny because I'm I can't shake the feeling like no matter how like how like little I watch it, and I don't even watch it that often, but no matter how little I watch it, like anytime I get random urges throughout the day to want to watch it, it's the craziest thing. I can't explain why, but I gotta see. That's dope. Okay. I, I, I based on what you said, I must assume that your answer is gonna be Michelangelo as well. 
Uh, it's definitely not the Michelangelo this time, and I'll give you the reason why. Because it's more like a experience base. Because I like, I, I think I told you this before, but when I was in kindergarten, mm-hmm. my first show and tell, I took, I took, I took one of my, my, uh, my cousin. I took his action figure, his street chart action figure to school, and I got the biggest like reaction. Somebody was expecting me to bring a toy like that, and then like <laughs> it stuck with me from kindergarten. I might be kindergarten. This is my first show and tell. And that was the action figure I bought, and that stuck with me forever, and it still stuck with me to this day. So I would choose the Street Shark just because I got the reaction that one time <laughs> over the Michelangelo action figure. It's funny, but it's the truth. Hey man, it's so it's so nostalgic, but it's so true, bro. It is so funny, but it's so true. Whatever it's on, that's that's what we stick with. Like that, no, and that's what it's about, man. It's about what it was like your childhood memory, like what. What like different things have like I can't even it's hard to put in words but it's like different things had different places in your in your life you know yeah. what I'm saying like yeah. you know what I say you know what I say when you smell different like um when you have different scents yeah it brings back different memories oh, about yeah. time and places where you were it's the same thing when it came to like toys and action figures and game consoles you knew where you were it's like you knew at this particular time you had no worries you had no bills you had nothing to worry about all you had was just a game make sure you got you a snack every now and again mm-hmm. and you're good you're great you like Life was great. I'll say yep. life was great. So that's that exactly why I love having that conversation with Dominic because it took me back. It takes us back to our childhood where like was a better time. Like we had no worries about anything. Yeah. Life was just great. Life was yeah. just so great. We had no worries about anything, man. So that's why I love the conversation that we had with Dominic. Yeah, so I have, I have one last, one last this or that for you. Yeah, we, we, got enough, we got time enough just for one. Yeah. All right, just for one. One more, one more. It's going to be very, very simple. Hit me. I just forgot it. All right, so boom. Cap- Captain Planet, this is TV shows now. Captain Planet, okay? Captain Planet yeah. or Power Rangers? Ah. Uh, <laughs> mm. um, Expecting that. No, was it? I I might honestly you you might be surprised. I might honestly say Captain Planet. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I need to hear why you got you got her to tell me why. Herpet tell me why. I got I got I got I got more more memories attached to Captain Planet than I do you know um, Power Rangers. Granted, I had both sets of toys you know growing up, but it's like it's something about Captain Planet that just stuck out. You know, like maybe it was the song, maybe it was the the characters like Wheeler and and, and you know it's like maybe it was that, but something about I don't know maybe it was just the elemental aspect of it that ties into how i'm thinking about life now is you know it could be that but i i it's a tight one but i'd say captain planet i'm gonna get a lot of hate for that okay. one but still okay okay i'm gonna obviously go opposite end of the spectrum on that one i'm gonna go power rangers of course it's like it's like a no-brainer uh man so definitely power rangers by far i didn't yeah. close <laughs> I didn't agree, but <laughs> i mean there's nothing i can say about it just power rangers was our tipper so like that was our show we all we always all the toy it's like we had everything in power rangers everything in power ranger based in the house we go nice towards true. the rest just to go to power, go see the power rangers so, i mean that was our thing yeah and you said like like we said it's all it's based on it's based on our memories yeah Exactly, exactly, man, exactly. So, man, Glenn, man, I want to say thank you, man. Glenn, how can we find you outside of the conversation? How can oh, we get in contact with you? Yeah, if y'all don't know right now, come on. Uh, King underscore of self on IG, artist King of Self on Facebook, uh, and go to kingofself.com for, you know, a bunch of a bunch of goodies and things. <laughs> See what's happening, like the latest that. things. Yeah, I had to, bro, because, you know, it's, I'm in the spirit. Dom got me in the spirit, I'm not going to lie. 
And of course, Corey, I like it. I like Corey, it. Plug us, man. Plug it. Where, where you at, man? Where, where, where you hey, man. I'm all, I'm all over the place. I'm all over the place. I'm, probably, I'm in a neighborhood near you, selling everything <laughs> that's not nailed down. All right. You can find me on Facebook, Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones Real Estate. Also on Instagram, Mr. Jones Real Estate as well. Best way to get to my, me is through Facebook. Um, send me a direct message if you have a question about real estate, business, sell. Just give me a call. Give me a uh, shoot me a message and we can have a conversation. I'll give you my phone number. We can chop it up over some coffee or something. Whatever. I'm easy to get in contact with. Love questions. Questions is my favorite thing. Um, that's how you find me. Social media, Facebook, Instagram, Mr. Jones Real Estate on all platforms. Also, follow the is. movement. Young professionals growing together on Facebook. On, on Instagram, it's YPGT underscore FL on Instagram. Young professionals growing together. Follow the movement. Um, we're going to have more goodies for you guys. More goodies, like Glenn said. More goodies coming soon. Um, yeah. Feel free to follow, share, like everything. And for the for the for those who are listening, those goodies are for entrepreneurs, and it's going to be for the uh, the community, the youth in the community, especially the the, the youngsters that are of the um, pre adolescent stage. You know, kindergarten, all these other things, growing up. So we're trying to touch everybody in that way, where we give them a an understanding of what they can do. You know, in the in the world, so they don't feel as lost as we may have when we started growing up. So that's what we that's what we we always preach, and we want to make sure that we get that 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 message out there. So. Yeah. Love it, man. Glenn, thank you, man. Been a pleasure again, my brother. Always a pleasure, brother. Love the experience of growing together, man. It's great. <laughs> it is great, man. It check is us good. Out, <laughs> check us out on the next episode. Young Professional Growing Together. This has been another episode. We are signing off. Thank you guys for listening. Follow the next episode for more content. Thank you. Appreciate y'all.